Hello, folks. Today is Thursday, February 7th, 2019. This is the Transform Our World Bay Area Intercessory Prayer Call. This is where we pray for miracles and transformation because it's God's time for the Bay Area. It's God's time for the high desert, for Riverside, for the East Bay, for Tom Johnson, for Pittsburgh, uh, for um, St. Petersburg in Florida, for Maine, for Washington, D.C., for Alaska, for China. It is God's time for the nations of the world. And we're beginning right where we're at. Hallelujah. And uh, it says in Hebrews um, that God chose a day, and he called it today. And that was his day. And he's speaking to us right now. And we get to hear his voice right now, right here in the present, in the present. Uh, in, in the present, we get to enter into the presence of God. So here's what we've got on the agenda for today. We are going to open in prayer. Then each of us are going to share one short little tidbit about how God revealed his glory to us in some small way or big way, small and big. Um, small is the new big. Big is the new small. Um, this last week. Because uh, God is a living God, and we get to represent him. An Argentine pastor, Omar Olier, used to say, if you don't need a miracle, you don't need God. God is a God of miracles. Praise God. So this is where we pray strategically for transformation, and we also pray, pray strategically for miracles. And God cares about the big picture. He knows all the stars in the sky. He also cares about the little picture. He knows all the hairs on your head. And he connects the two of them. Oh, God, you are so good. We enter into your presence right now. And uh, I'm going to multitask right now, Lord, and share one of the ways that you showed your glory to me. Just yesterday, when we were having happy hour prayer in my house, I just had this understanding that I, from my living room, through faith, because of your just incredible goodness, Everything you've done, the sacrifice of Jesus and how you orchestrated it all and Pentecost and pouring out your Holy Spirit, I could go from my living room into the courtrooms of heaven directly there. Wow, that just blew me away. And I felt that, and then we started praying and seeing stuff happen. God, you are so good. You revealed your glory, and you are a glorious God. You do miracles, and you are alive, and you're powerful today, right now, at this moment, in your presence. So we open up these uh, courtrooms, and we declare that this right now is an uh, uh, assembly of intercession in your presence. Lead us, Holy Spirit. Amen. After we go through entering his courts with praise and thanksgiving, then we're going to start doing business. Um, then we're going to start repairing the breach. So um, let's go. Lorraine Mall, you're up first. Yes. Well, yesterday at our Bible study, uh, this, these two Indian ladies come in. Uh, one was a regular, and, and, the other, and she had brought them with her, one with her, and uh, she wanted prayer. Uh, for her mother that had Alzheimer's and was only 50 pounds and, you know, pretty much was dying. And uh, one of our, our, our gals that attends, she's Indian, her name is Raj, she says, well, you know, she needs to accept Jesus Christ as her Savior. And so uh, the gentleman that was leading our Bible study, he, he brought her through the plan of salvation. He did a beautiful job, asked her if she knew Jesus. Oh, yes, I know Jesus. 
I believe in Jesus. And so it's just a beautiful time. Well, then Raj says, well, let's go to her house and pray for her mother. So we were praying for her mother in Harpreet. Uh, one of our gals said, uh, you know, she's going to go to hell if she doesn't accept Jesus. Well, she had had a stroke, but we felt she could still, you know, they say even when people are in comas that you can hear. So, and the Lord told me on the way there, just love on her. Tell her about Jesus. So I was just loving, loving, loving on her and tell her about Jesus. And uh, we're believing that she heard us. So that was my experience yesterday. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. All right. Lead us in a, in a short prayer for her right now. Eliana, yes, you're next. Then after Eliana, Dory, and then Greg. Yes, Lord. But well, we know that wasn't a coincidence that we went to that lady's house, Lord. Uh, you know how to reach people. Even if you're speaking in another language, Lord, you can communicate. Uh, you, you don't want anyone going to heaven uh, that hasn't had a chance to accept you as you say. I know this was her chance. I know. I declare and decree in the name of Jesus that you got through to her and that she will go to heaven in Jesus' name. And right now I pray over uh, anyone mm-hmm, that would be going through this same experience right now. You, you know, you know all these people, and this might just be their last chance, Lord. Lord, wherever these people are, you know where they are. Just send the right person right now. We speak through to them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. And I agree. Amen. 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 Well, um, my um, testimony of how God has shown up this week is um, in the area of with my mom. We've been uh, working with her, and uh, I got uh, favor with the uh, her primary care physician to write a letter attesting to her ability to make t- decisions uh, in essence deciding who she'd like to be her caregiver. So I thought that was that's a praise to God, and I also got favor. Yeah. Yes, amen. And I also got favor from the um, assistant manager of the Wells Fargo um, uh, branch here in in, uh, Fremont, and um, I have favor with her. So I'm just believing that favor is going to continue to extend to the legal department. Um, But God is good, and he's on top of this, and no sense both of us worrying about it, right? (laughs) God's got it in in control. So praise his holy name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. I've got another short way that the Lord's shown his glory to me. Um, This week, Eliana started a new prayer call on uh, Tuesday evening, 7.30 p.m. So if you have any friends that the daytime doesn't work for them, we've got one at 7.30, and it was awesome. And um, Eliana, I want you to pray for your mother. And um, Eliana and I have also had lots of conversations about the elderly and how God loves them, and also about how they have purpose and destiny. Why can't we have faith that God would heal dementia and Alzheimer's uh, as much as we have faith that God would heal a uh, newborn baby who's in ICU? Uh, you know, uh, there's abundance with God, and, and heal them also because they have such a destiny. When they say prayer is a blessing, it immediately flows to all of their downline. So, Eliana, pray pray a quick prayer. Then, Dory, you're up yeah. next, and then Greg. 
Father, we bless your holy name and thank you so much that we have confidence in you. You are trustworthy and whatever we place in your hands, you are faithful and you will complete it. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in the lives of our seniors, in the lives of our elderly. You said in your word that... The mature women are to teach the younger women. And, Lord, the enemy is trying to rob their ability to do that by stealing their mental capacity and their capabilities. And we say, no, you will not take their memories. You will not take the blessings that they have from experience. You will not take away their ability to share. Look what the Lord has done. And bless their their uh, downline, as, as uh, Pastor Ted said. So we just bless the the brains of the elderly in your kingdom, Lord, that they will continue to function. Brain structures are perfectly aligned with the way you've designed them to be. They will remember the goodness of the Lord so they can share it, the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, according to Psalm 118. So we bless them. We bless us with their knowledge and their, their experience. And just thank you, Lord, for everything you're doing in our lives and have done. In Jesus' precious name, amen. 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 Oh, wow, that's so powerful. Man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Can you guys see? I want to see. I'm prophesying right now. Um, this prayer call, this prayer movement, this digital house of prayer, we want to see it grow to just repair the breach, stand in the wall, so that there's intercessors praying for our society to be the way it's supposed to be, to repair the breach, to, to rebuild the wall, to see transformation come, happen. Wouldn't it be beautiful if one of the signatures upon this was an anointing for the healing of Alzheimer's, of dementia, of all these symptoms? Wouldn't it be beautiful if people lived to be 100, 120, 150, whatever, but their minds are clear so that they can intercede? Wow. The power that they would have. Oh, Lord, it's like I'm just seeing another angle of why we have to value life the way Jesus does. Oh, I want to see that happen. We all agree, Lord. Let it be, Lord. Lord, we declare that the old people are not a drain. They're not a problem. They're not a, 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 a liability, Lord. They are an incredible untapped asset. And even as Eliana goes into the, the nursing care to care for her grandma, but she wants to, for her mother, Lord, but she wants to transform uh, that nursing care. Let that be the first that it's actually not a nursing old folks home. It's a house of prayer. Lord God, 24 happen in there. Man, amen. Wow. All right. Okay, Dory, you get to go. Okay. So I, in just the last couple weeks, so many blessings, just God has shown up so much, but um, in many ways, business, personal, so many ways. But I will share this. At the leadership conference, um, it really steered something up in me as it, as it has in the past. And uh, what I really took away from there uh, was just Dr. Uh, Pastor Wong, just do it. And so for me, it took my faith level to another level and um, hearing God's voice and just doing it. So I said, okay, Lord, I'm not going to second guess what I hear you telling me. And I've been doing this. Just doing it. And so many blessings have come to pass. And there was one um, that I'll share is, and I almost didn't do it. Um, I was supposed to have this meeting with uh, the county, and um, 
I almost didn't go, and I thought, nope, I got that vision from God to set up this meeting, and they're going to give me some finances, right? So I almost passed up that blessing. And so it's just, I'm just really pushing my faith, and, you know, the enemy, of course, is trying to attack. Um, I mean, there's so many I could share with my daughter, just a bunch of stuff. You only get one. You only get one, but now you get to pray, okay? So if I heard you correctly... Yes. I'm cutting you off. Did, did, did you, were you finished sharing about that one? I'm done, yes. Okay, so if I understand you correctly, the enemy's been trying to distract you, but you pushed through and you went to a meeting and you had no expectations out of that meeting. You just kind of went out of obedience because you felt you were supposed to do it. And they put money on the table just to help you do what you want to do, right? Yes, and that's happened three times. In the last Ooh. two. Oh, that's happened three oh. times. All right. Okay. So, Mary, you're going to thank God for that, and you're going to – Dory. Dory, you're going to thank God for that, and you're going to pray for all of us because I see that as a strategy of the enemy to distract us. So you're going to rebuke the distractor and then call forth everybody to get a release. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you. I thank you right now, Father God, for – for opening my eyes to a new lens and my ears to hear in a different way at a higher level, Father God, and my heart to receive, Lord. And I just thank you, Father God, um, for for giving me uh, the strength and the vision to just do it, to just do it, no questions asked. And I just thank you for the blessings that have come over these past two weeks, the financial blessings for these programs. And I say, Lord, Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is for your kingdom, Father God, and I just say thank you, Lord. And I just impart right now to my brothers and sisters on this call, Father God, to just have faith when they hear your voice just to do it. And I pray and bind any assignment of the enemy of distractions to just be binded in the mighty name of Jesus. No distractions at all. We hear your voice and we listen, and we don't only listen. We do what you are telling us to do. So I just say thank you, Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. 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 All right, Greg, after Greg, then uh, Dale and Cherie, uh, then Sue Landry, and then uh, Mary Rose if she comes back on. Okay, go, Greg. Okay, so I, I think mine was just getting some revelation today that my job is not my source. <laughs> it's God mm. is my source. So I 100% believe that yet? No. But in essence, God is the one that gives me the job and the finances. So that is what I was getting today. So he is the good. He is the provider, not my job. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Amen. All right. Well, Set your mind on things above. That's what you're doing right now, Greg. And uh, you're serving God, and mammon will follow you. So pray it. Lord, um, we just thank you, Lord, that if you, as you said, if we seek your kingdom first, all of these things will be added unto you. Mm. So, Father, I just come against the spirit of distractions, yes. spirit of... Um, rejections, the spirit of disqualifications, Lord, Mm -hmm. knowing, God, that you are a perfect father and that your thoughts and plans for us are only good. And, God, that all of these things that are coming in, God, are from the enemy. But, God, we are to come and to focus and come back to you because, God, you are the one that even gives Mm -hmm. us strength to get wealth. 
Father, I just ask for a renewing of our mind, our hearts, our souls, and our spirits, Lord, to know that you are always good, God, that you are always thinking about us, and God, that you will give us the exact things that we need. In your name I pray. Amen. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Greg. Dale and Sharif, yeah. what's one way God has shown his glory in the and last Father, week? Uh, Father, I'm so thankful that Bobby, our contractor from Bakersfield, showed up and we were able to give him Ed's book and tell him about Tony in Bakersfield, and he was excited and said he was going to contact him. And we're just thankful for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Awesome. Wow. Powerful. Love it. Um, and I Mary Rose. fell on my, this is your dad, your oh, dad. I fell daddy. on my shoulder on Tuesday evening, and it hurt real bad. And the last couple of days at the fitness center, it's God is allowing it to heal itself up, and it's getting better. Thank you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. All right. Well, Daddy, I want you to lead in a prayer right now, because that's an answer before we even pray. Well, while we've been praying. But not knowing, that's an answer to the prayer I said earlier about the Lord giving health mentally and physically to the elderly so they can all be like mommy and daddy, saying powerful prayers from a patriarchal place onto their uh, descendants on this land. So uh, uh, just, just pray for that and then pray a blessing over your whole family and everybody we influence. Father, we are so grateful for the opportunity to have a long heritage and have a number of uh, children and uh, people influenced by what we do. We've given away several books and the people have been very enthused about receiving them. Thank you for Bobby and pray that uh, he'll follow up on that. We just pray that we'll continue to uh, influence those that are uh, in our heritage in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow. Mary Rose, then Sue Landry, and then Ben, you're up. So I've been sending out a a video that Ed made um, that's on the podcast from EGC. I sent it out prayerfully. Yes, there's a video that Ed sent out about the call to stand to repair the breach, a 714 call to prayer on 2 Chronicles 714. Very powerful, and uh, you're all going to get it after uh, this prayer call and the follow-up email. I'm going to send a link to it, and uh, I encourage you to forward it. And when Mary Rose shares, and then Ben, and we lead us in prayer, I think you'll be highly motivated to. So carry on, Mary Rose. So I sent it to, prayerfully sent it to people that I knew had influence and that would listen to it, and it's the response has been incredible. My friend who... Uh, does a, some radio, wants uh, to interview Ed, my other, uh, which is a, almost all African-American uh, viewing or listening, and then another friend is a, another African-American woman, and she's already sent it to her people. And then, of course, um, other people that I know, the response is just, this is so amazing. Who are you guys? Who has transformed our world? This has been really encouraging. So, Father, I thank you, God, that as we are obedient and just trust you, that when your word is spoken, that it will hit the right people and that people will begin to 
um, build on the truth, God, because it's your truth. You set it up for you. This is how you want it to be. So we just bless your truth and that people will be able to receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Susan Landry. Hallelujah. So yesterday, a young man in the morning down from Bethel, who's just staying with me a few days, asked me what I thought God was doing in the Bay Area. And then that last night, the young man I met at your house, Ted, came for dinner here and um, asked again, what, was, what did I think God was doing in the Bay Area? So my answer was like, what that glory mist of his presence is coming and surfs up tsunami and the, um, like the mist that is in the, overwhelmed the priests in the temple when um, Solomon dedicated the temple and the fire fell on the altar on the Feast of Tabernacles and then the mm-hmm. priest, it says, couldn't stand to minister, that that's coming, that there's a time mm-hmm. coming when his presence and glory is overwhelming. And then on my prayer call this morning, mm-hmm. um, we were in Ezekiel 1 and in Revelation 3, about or 4 rather, with the, the living creatures, with the, um, the four living creatures, with the face of a man and of an ox and an eagle and a lion and the glory, the wheels, Ezekiel's wheels within a wheel that were... Um, like flashes of lightning and the living creatures um, speeding back and forth and the wheels of fire rolling and that God is going to roll into our state, into our our region. And my husband woke up this morning like, God, what, at five, just praying and saying, God, what is, what are you doing in this, in the area? And he felt impressed that the Lord said, I'm, I'm doing what's, I'm doing, what I'm doing is, individual it's in one person and another person and another person those who are who are tuning in like like coming into god's presence and communing with him and he would do much more if we would much more uh come in in individually into his presence and into what you know into alignment with him for our day for our for our life so that's what he's doing it's really um, regional and global, but it's individual and intimate. Well, wow. Powerful. Powerful. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Quick prayer. Say a prayer, and then, Ben, you, you're you up. Susan Landry? We're not hearing you, Susan. Uh, we're still not hearing you. All right, Lord, Lord, I enemy, <laughs> get thee away, Satan, in the name of Jesus. Hello. Okay, um, Sue Landry, something happened. We can't hear you, Father. Uh, I totally resonate with her prayer, Lord. Father, I believe you want to pour out your spirit upon the Bay Area the same way you visited when Solomon was uh, dedicating the temple. In fact, I believe when Solomon dedicating the temple, that was a prophetic horse symbol, Lord. It was pointing forward to Azusa Street, to, uh, well, yeah, to, um, to Pentecost, uh, to the day of Pentecost, when in the temple courts you poured out your spirit and birthed your ecclesia. We say do that here in the Bay Area, Lord God. And, Father, even as we say that, we say we're past Pentecost, and we, uh, the issue is not waiting for your Holy Spirit to come but addressing 
the full reality of the truth that you already sent your Holy, sent your Holy Spirit, and we have grieved you, Holy Spirit. But we thank you that you're gracious, and you've foreseen this all, and you're going to work through this all, and you're going to show us how to cultivate your presence, how to repair the breach so that you can move. Wow. Praise God. Well, Ben, I feel this conversation has just modeled our conversation and has set you up perfectly. But before we get into repairing the breach, Ben, first of all, I'd like you to share one way in which in the last week the Lord has shown his glory to you. Thank you. My mother passed away not too long ago. I just say it that way, so forgive me for that. But when she did, I noticed uh, I was driving with my family, and uh, I could see the atmosphere changing. It became so glorious. It was awesome. And I knew it was an expression from God is to a Pomo woman how much he loved her. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I was provoked to think about, after time, I was provoked to think about the eldest member of our family. Uh, he'd be coming uh, soon. He would be turning 100 years old. But I was mm-hmm. inquiring this question, what, what are you going to do for my uncle? What are you going to do for him? And so Monday I went to see him in San Francisco, my wife and I, and uh, we visit, we visit, and we had an incredible time. And we left, and we went to uh, my wife's doctor's appointment. And we were leaving the city, and we were coming home. On the way home, it it was sunny, and then it started to pour down. It was raining, and all of a sudden we seen two glorious, vibrant rainbows. And uh, I was I was just in awe of it and uh, continuing to pray. And then I got home, and later that afternoon, I was getting a phone call from my uncle's daughter, and she said, Ben, uh, Stephen just called me, her husband, and said, um, they're doing CPR on Papa, Ben. And I said, well, I'm on my way. And uh, I got my family together, and we got in our vehicle Monday evening, and we were driving back into San Francisco. I called her husband, Stephen. He said, Ben, Papa just passed away. And I Mm -hmm. said, well, I'm on my way. And... uh, I, I had no idea, you know, I just had no idea that didn't even see, couldn't even begin to think about that was the last time I was going to see my uncle. Just didn't seem that way earlier. So we began our process of mourning and grieving now. And, uh, the next morning, you know, we came back home, and the next morning I woke up. I had to take my wife to a doctor's appointment again, and and uh, the morning was so beautifully the, uh, sunny, the sky was clear, and as I began to drive, 
I've seen snow on the mountains, on the hills. And uh, I, I was just rejoicing. But as I went along that day, I heard people say, this is rare, this is beautiful, this is glorious. And so he was answering my question, you know, what are you going to do for my uncle? Now, I I know this as a person of the land, from the land, that's our ancestry, that's our descendancy. But he expressed to me how much he loved these Pomo elders because he put them here. He predetermined and preappointed the times and boundaries of their habitation. But I see the atmosphere and the environment change. And I'm so thankful as an expression. He doesn't do this just for anyone, but I do know he does it for our Pomo elders. And uh, to, to hear from people from wherever they came from just saying this is rare, this is glorious, this is beautiful. You know, they they absolutely have no idea that a Pomo elder had just passed away and God is welcoming them. And uh, I rejoice for that. I'm so thankful. But I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me last night and he said, Ben, if you can believe that and accept that, I want to remind you that you could say to this mountain, be moved, and it will be moved. Okay, just just to let you know. And I said, thank you. Now, that just took off. So thank you for letting me share that with you. Well, Ben, I want you to pray a prayer of blessing over us. Um, but before you do, I'd be super honored if, if I could pray for you. Man, folks, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Man. Wow, just let it sink in. Ben, ben, ben understands certain things about the spiritual realm, the way of, uh, the way, you know, an Apple Valley generational long wine connoisseur understands wine. You know, we drink wine and it's red or it's white and this person understands it in depth that is just so refreshing. Uh, this <laughs> this this uncle. Yeah. Yeah, and you expressed it so eloquently and mm-hmm. this uncle was not just any man. This was the patriarch of the Pomo tribe. This was uh, the man who was um his was his cousin was Grant Smith his cousin he was the older brother of Frank Manuel who is was the Apostle Paul to the indigenous people he was like the um, William Seymour uh, of the host people to this region of California and the whole the, the US and Canada his ministry went all over um, and literally, I mean, Joan Swallow was a child, young girl, sitting up, sitting under his ministry, and they literally thought when someone would talk about the Apostle Paul and teach them and go, oh, he must have been related to um, Frank Manuel. And uh, <laughs> Frank Manuel, was, this was his older brother. And uh, Grant Smith was the man on um, his cousin, I guess. Um, and, and he was there as well. Um, in 2000, when they said the prayer that rebirthed the uh, great, great and 
uh, Pomo people um, who now, you know, have own the, the most prosperous resort and casino, restored their land, restored their people. It's on, on, on historical land, an incredible miracle. This is also um, the uncle that was raised from the dead last year. Um, and I'm just seeing, you know, this, Ben, you said it so eloquently. This is, you know, this is glorious. And it's in God's perfect timing. And Ben and I had talked and were dreaming earlier about an incredible celebration for his 100th anniversary. And I guess God um, wanted to make sure he got the best seat in the house. <laughs> and says, you know what, I'm elevating your plans. I want him seated right next to me at my table for his 100th mm-hmm. birthday. And this is so prophetic. Uh, mm-hmm. This is a season, and this is the, the picture I get is Elijah going up into in glory and his mantle falling upon Elisha. So, Ben, I want you to pray a prayer of blessing over us um, but I want to pray, if I may, for you first. So, Father, I just thank you for my friend Ben, and I just uh, honor him right now, Lord. And, uh, Father, he is a great spiritual leader who's been called as an ambassador to represent not only his tribe, but many of the tribes, I believe all of the indigenous people. Lord, his uncle, the patriarch, Lord, is... This is an incredible event. This is a statesman. This is the patriarch of, of a sovereign nation, Lord, that uh, was promoted to glory. Lord, I know that through all this, Ben is also just uh, a young man who looked at this man like a father. Uh, Lord, who also lost his mother and now carries the weight of, of the elder generation who um, he looked up so up to so much is 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 cheering him on from the other side. Father, I just pray that you just anoint him, strengthen him up, strengthen his family, Lord, and then just bless him. And I see this mantle falling upon him, Lord, and just call that forth in Jesus' name. So Ben, why don't you lead us in a prayer and start out by blessing us. Um, and then why don't you just go in right then? Um, we had talked about repairing the breach. Why don't you just go in and lead us in, in, in repentance? And let's trust the Lord and, and just follow that stream. All right. Thank you. Thank you for that prayer and all those that joined in to agree with that. Thank you. I want to bless you by sharing something so intimate that um, and uh, you know I haven't even shared this with my family yet I'm talking about my uncle's children but yesterday morning my daughter says dad I want you to hear this recording of uncle and I it was after a tribal governmental meeting they were she was bringing him home to our house and she recorded him and she asked him when he first met Jesus and he said I was 16 years old when I met Jesus 
and I was given the Bible, and then I was drafted into World War II, and I went to war. He said, I saw men dying all around me and bombs bursting all around me. He said, no matter where I went, he was in three wars. He said, no matter where I went, all over the world, he said, this Bible went with me. God was with me, and he never let anything, any harm happen to me. He said, Jesus has always been with me. No matter what I've gone through, he has always been with me. And as Ted said a minute ago, he um, he was 98 years old and having heart work done. And the Holy Spirit told me, because Ted said, Ben, he said, you talked to Joan? And I said, no. He said, you should call her. So I called her. And when I called her, she was telling me the testimony of the tribe. She said, you can go to these tribes, Ben, and they'll tell you about your uncle, how he raised people from the dead and how he gave sight to the blind, how he prayed for them. They'll tell you themselves the miracles that God did through this man. They never forgot. And uh, I, looking back now, you know, then I realized the very next day my 98-year-old uncle, his brother, I was being told about his younger brother, but this older brother was going in to have heart surgery the next day. And God told me out of that, he said, Ben, my spirit's going to come out of him and he's going to die, and then my spirit is going to come back into him and he's going to live. He said, I know what you're thinking, and I know that you're struggling with this, but that's your prayer. And I said, okay. So I said, Holy Spirit, the next day when I met my uncle and family at the hospital, he was waiting for the heart surgeon to come in and get him. I didn't tell my family this. I just kept it to myself, but it became my prayer. And I said, Holy Spirit, I know you're going to come out of my uncle. And his body is going to be without the spirit. But I'm asking you to go back into him that he may live. And so the doctors came and got him and they did the heart surgery on him. And it took longer than expected. And the family got concerned. So we went out and they were waiting for the doctors to come out. And when they did, they said, we have good news and bad news. They said he died for an hour and uh, I seen his daughter she was just about to faint so we held on to her and then the doctor said we the good news is he's still alive but we don't know if his brain because we lost him for an hour we don't know if his brain is functioning because he lost oxygen to his brain so we stayed with him and then we went home. We came back the next day, and uh, he had asked for me. And uh, so they came and got me, and he said, Ben, let me have your hand. And so I grabbed his hand, and he said, Ben, Jesus took me by my hand, and he took me out of my body. And he ministered to me. He healed me, and then he put me back in my body. Oh my 98 years old. 17 years old, going all over the world, going into these wars, coming back at 98. You know, you, you just, you're imparted such faith. 
and believe. You know, I just it. Uh, I'm just sharing some intimate things with you because I'm learning. I'm just learning how to mourn and grieve. But I want to impart such incredible faith to you from an elder that we so dearly loved and who carried this witness and testimony of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit and the, uh, the immensity of that intimacy that no matter, you know, these scripture verses come to mind that God says, I'll never leave you, I'll never forsake you, I'm always with you, right, no matter what we go through. So, Father, I thank you that as we are listening to your word and as Ed is bringing this word of impartation, repair of the breach, uh, some have come from all over the world, have no idea of the breaches, the brokenness in the land. But we, by faith, are so aware that you are aware of the breaches in this land and all over the world. In fact, we'll just start by recognizing the position and right you have given us by sending your own son as the repairer of the transgression of men in the earth. You sent your own son to make atonement for our sins, repairing that breach. And so, Father, thank you for your son, Jesus, who gives us the ability to first in our sin and our transgression to ask for forgiveness. We thank you. Father, for sending Jesus to repair that breach, that without him there would, there would be and we would have no access back to you. So I'm so thankful, Father, that you sent Jesus to repair that breach. And then I'm thankful, Jesus, Father, that you would tell your own son that in three days, his spirit, your spirit will come back into him. I'm thankful for this elder and for you telling me that and Jesus for you showing me that and believing that your spirit would come out of your own body. The scripture says that you gave up the Holy Spirit. But three days later, the Holy Spirit came back into you. And Jesus from that day forward declared, I am the resurrection and the life, and he that comes to me and believes though he's dead, yet shall he live. And he asked Peter, he said, do you believe this? And he said, yes, I do. So I thank you that the immense possibilities as the repairer of the breach becomes life eternal, your spirit coming back into Jesus, coming back into us. And when that happens, we recognize that, Holy Spirit, you are the one who gives the gifts, and as many as you will, and that you said there are gifts and calling that are irrevocable and without repentance. You simply are saying, I'm not a, I'm giving these gifts and I'm not apologizing for them and I'm not taking them back. So we thank you for the anointing Holy Spirit to use these gifts to repair the breach. I just want to start out by acknowledging that, Father. Back to you. And uh, just say thank you. Thank you. 
for all that you have done for us. We are learning some things, but we are learning how to use these gifts to be part of the repairing of the breach. And we thank you most of all for sending your son as the repairer, the restorer, the one who makes atonement for our transgression, the one who gives his spirit to us to help enable us, to anoint us. And uh, again, this blessing, being able to do greater works than you because you're with the Father. You are making intercession on our behalf. And we hear that intercession of repairing the breach. And so we just acknowledge that this way, this unique way. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, continue to help us and anoint us. And we say thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Well, before this call, when we were talking, Ben asked me, question said uh, how deep are you how uh, how how far are you willing to go to see this breach repaired lord i just put that question before all of us lord and we just humble ourselves before you lord father god lord we just magnify you jesus lord tear down the dividing wall right now we just tear down the dividing wall Lord, of us versus them, Lord God. Lord Jesus, forgive us for our words, for our cursing, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, for thinking that we're better. Forgive us for blaming, for pointing the finger, Lord. All of these are lack of faith. Lord, and cleanse us and purify us. Lord, I just see, Lord, the body of Christ, Lord, across the Bay Area. Lord, a spirit of humility. Lord, I see leaders, Lord, uh, making every effort uh, to be at peace with one another, Lord. Father, I see a spirit of holiness, Lord, moving across all of your leaders in the body of Christ, Lord, and not just those in pulpit ministry, but in the marketplace, Lord cleansing, purifying, Lord, repenting of, of, of just the fire of your Holy Spirit, cleansing us, Lord God. In Jesus' name. If somebody else wants to pray along this line, along this theme, uh, feel free. Lorraine Mall. Always coming to me, and it's so moving. After hearing Ben praying, because I live out around farming areas, and and I've had uh, such a drawing. Uh, it reminded me of my family. My family came from farms, and 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 I I often wondered why is it I have such a feeling when I'm driving. Uh, around these farm areas. And praise the Lord, Ben, after what you prayed, you gave me a new revelation. Wow. That, that, that is important. 
that that I I pray about that and and get in contact with that. That was just beautiful. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for that. And um, you are making a difference. I can see you putting us in the breach, putting us in between, filling those spaces. Uh, and bringing things together, uniting, uniting in one spirit with God in, in order to see healings of lands and people. We, we thank you, Lord, for this understanding. Thank you for giving us a new realization so that we can be there. And, oh, Lord, and make us so fine-tuned that we don't miss a thing, Lord, that we're so open and, and connected with you. You know, like some of these things we're discussing, like rejection and, and these things that raise up their heads to get in the way, try to get in the way, distraction. Oh, my Lord, Lord all these things uh, are related to things that get in the way. We thank you, Lord. Show us. Thank you, Lord. Break down those walls. Thank you, Lord. Help us rise above uh, distractions and, and um, uh, feeling offenses. Well, that's one. Mm-mm-mm. Helping us not to get offended, Lord. Making us rise us above that. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Somebody else feel led to pray? Feeling a direction along these lines? Mary Rose? Yes, Ted. Father, I am overwhelmed your goodness and your grace towards your people. Lord, you're telling us in Second Chronicles, you use these words, if my people, you're talking to us, you're talking to those who know you, you're talking to those of us who are in relationship with you. It's not the stranger, not the one who has not yet known you, but God, it's us. And Lord, we, your people, I, your person, I repent. My heart is broken as I consider the words that have come out of my mouth. The opinions that I have put before your word, my own personal opinions that, although they may be true, do not bring life. Not everything that is true needs to be spoken. Not everything that, every thought that I have, good, uh, that is even, um, that it can bring death, Lord. And so, Lord, I just pray, I know, God, that we, I, have spoken death by this fighting between people who have opinions different than mine. I have been a part of the breach. I have been a part of the brokenness. I have been a part. I have said us and them. I have, God, it has fallen so short, Lord, politically. Like, I've tried to justify it in my mind, and I've justified it to other people. God, I've spoken death out into this earth, into the air, Lord, and I just repent. I tell you, God, my heart breaks for the realization of how I have sinned against you. It's not, it's against you and the curse that comes along, the sin against you. I, I wonder, God, I wonder, God, how if we had 
been obedient to you right in the beginning when these things came up, to love those who had different opinions, to show bless, to bless those who curse us, to do this if, if maybe things would be so much different in 2019 than how they are. Lord, many years ago we started this breach, and it, it started, I don't know the exact moment, probably in Adam, but... Uh, well, he was by himself, but when people came around, God, and people started to take sides, God, and that's never been the way you wanted it to be. You wanted your people, your people, to bless you, to be a blessing on this earth, that your light would shine, that we, the church, would be a city on the hill with light that would shine out your glory. God, and every time we speak these opinions, every time we speak these differences, God, even if they're right, it just brings death, God. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you will move on my on behalf of me, on behalf of my people, on behalf of my yes. sphere of influence, Lord, that yes. you will give me the courage, the good courage it's going to take to take this stand. And I will stand, God, because your body, uh, this body is yours, God. We, I have dedicated it to you. It's yours. You know, your spirit lives inside of me. That's why I pray, God, yes. that you will. For me and for those of us who agree on this call, that we will stand, that we will not, we'll fight and we get weary, and then we'll stand some more, God, because you, Lord, this is your desire. And if you are the Lord of our lives, I call you Lord. We call you Lord. But are you, are we living as if you're the Lord of our lives? Oh, Father. How many of us us have, have taken strong political stands, God, and said that it was from you, but we never blessed people who had different opinions. Is that you? Is that really you? Um, Lord, let us ask those difficult questions. Let us seek yes. God, what it is, each one of us individually, starting with me, God, how to serve you, how to love you better, how, God, yes. we can breathe that light that you intended for us to be. We say we want revival, but what we're doing is we're cursing. That's true. We're bringing death when we say we want life. It's a lie. So, God, I pray that you work this work, that this this uh, seven, Chronicles 714 will not only be words that we memorize, but it will be our life. It will yeah. be how we live our life. It will be a goal in our life, God, that will be deepest in our hearts, and that when making a decision, we will consider it, God. Consider how we speak and how we are with one another. So, Father, I just thank you, God, for this call that's coming out now. I thank you, God, for Ben's revelation. I thank you, God, that it coincides perfectly with the revelation that Ed has had and is giving to us and transform our world. I pray, God, for those who are going to receive it on the podcast, God, or on the emails, whatever it is, God, however the airways or in-person words, that they will have hearts to receive it because they'll know that it's from you, that they will identify your spirit and their spirit, God. And with the spirit of repentance, not with your mouth, but with our hearts, that our hearts would become repentant, Lord, we pray. Because, God, you promised us on the other end. You promised us that on the other end. When this happens, you promised us on the other end that our land would be healed. Yes, Lord. Oh. Holy Spirit, just come. Minister to Wow, folks. Wow. Wow. This was, he was praying, seven, Second Chronicles 7.14 was right after the dedication of the temple, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This was a prophetic word of Solomon saying, this is right after the presence of the Lord came and filled the temple courts, the same place where thousands of years later Pentecost happened. 
with the glory. No one could stand before them. When he's saying, heal our land, he means this is the magnitude. Restore it back so that into his presence. Folks, it's not coincidence the fires that have happened. As I look at them, they're a symbol of the land spitting us out. That's what's happening. I mean, that's how you would describe it. I mean, you know. And God's not sending those. Um, In fact, if anything, I feel God has been holding it back and holding it back and now, you know, restraining it from being worse um, because he believes that we're ready now. But first in Santa Rosa, historic, the worst fire in the history of California, which is where Frank Manuel was from, which is where Ben's from and went from. I mean, they, they are the kings who that is their land given by God. And then in Paradise, the heart of gold country, the next year, uh, record-breaking worst fire in the history of California, that the gold country is, is, that's where all the iniquity was done. We wiped them all out. We, 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 we drove them off their land, massacred them as thoroughly as possibly, relentlessly. Worst fire in the history of California. There's a breach. We need to repair that breach. And the heart of that breach being prepared, the heart of the brokenness, the heart of the divide is it's us versus them. The cross of Jesus Christ is the ultimate uh, uh, equalizer. Man, Ben's revelation, the way he started it all out, is his uncle, when he was 16, met Jesus. The ultimate equalizer. Jesus Christ on the cross. But we have to tear down this mentality, and it's with us over and over. Jesus, like yesterday when we were praying in prayer, the Lord just gave me this picture. You know, it's us versus them. It's um, uh, 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 the, uh, uh, you know, we're Christians. They're LGBTQ. Well, you know how Jesus would say that? You know how he would approach that? He would say LGBTQS. I'm one of them. And the S stands for me. I'm straight. Jesus went outside the camp and numbered himself with the transgressors, with the sinners. The gospel says for the Jew first and also for the Greek. So radical. Such a radical concept. We just read over that right now. No, it's for the Jew who were moral, who were straight, who were pure, and it's for the Greek who were at that time living such a, that, just such an immoral, anti-Christian uh, lifestyle. And the, Jesus is for the Jew first and also for the Greek. We have to tear down that dividing wall. Jesus went outside the camp. That's what the gospel is all about. There's no longer us versus them. The gospel belongs to sinners. And it doesn't belong to us. We belong to it. When Ben and I first met, and I just feel to do a prophetic act right now, well, it was out of this powerful prophetic act, but we had violated protocol. Well, we hadn't, 
we had and we had it. God had covered us, but out of our ignorance, that doesn't overcome our ignorance. And Ben was trying to share it with us, and and we got together in that context, um, <laughs> and I just felt led by the Lord. This is when we first really connected. This is like 20 years ago. And uh, I said, Ben, here's what I want. I want to owe no debt to any man, but the continual outstanding debt to love all men. And that's the covenant I want to make with you, Ben, to love you. I can't promise I can repent for this. I can't promise that I won't do it again. I might not do this, but I'm going to do something else. Um, I don't want to owe you any debt. I can't commit to fulfill any debt, but this debt to love you. And we agreed on that, and by God's grace, we've been faithful to that. And I feel, Ben, I want to reiterate that right now at this moment. Say, Ben, I'm committing to owe you the continual outstanding debt to love you. And I want to challenge you on this call and in this network. Ben has a critical, critical role. And if we're going to pray about restoring the breach, not only does he have a critical role, but you have to understand in intercession, the enemy, he's going to take the brunt of it, of who he is. We pray these prayers and, and they're neat and we feel goosebumps. You know, like the Apostle Paul, he feels them in his body and in his life in a depth that, you know, is very, very real and is very, very powerful. And we, he needs us to stand with him and pray with him continually. Yes. So, Ben, if it's all right with you, I want to I want to reiterate that and and invite all of you on this call to join with me. But let's right now we have jurisdiction um, to make a covenant to say we're going to love one another and we're going to owe that as a debt to one another to to continually love one another. Yes, Lord. We do that, Ben? Father, these words are... These words, Father, are presented to you as you're listening. I'm so thankful that you are the source of that as you were speaking to Moses and you were carving it out etching it in stone to love you first God and to love each other this way it's rooted all the way back there and it's moving forward Jesus said a a new covenant that I give you the same it's new in the context of the word becoming flesh father thank you for your son again this new covenant this new commissioning to love you and to love each other this way we in our sinful nature decide to entertain other things 
and you confront that. You confront it. You said, you said it in this way too, no man can serve God or mammon. You will love one and hate the other or you will embrace the one and reject the other, but you can't do both. So Father, thank you for sending your son again to repair the breach, to take upon himself his body or transgression. None of this would be possible without you, Father, without you, Jesus, without you, Holy Spirit. So we're reflecting and we're reminding ourselves that we're also embracing your word that's life to us. You are listening to us now, Father. And so I ask you, again, to help us. Help us to love each other, to love you. And let our selfish ambitions and our sinful ways be put under your feet so that you can make them your footstool. So, Father, continue to teach us and help us Ben, I think we can do something on this call right now, a prophetic act, and tear down this dividing wall of us versus them and just declare the uh, – but I'm submitting that to you. I mean, you know, it's a process. It's something we're going to repeat. What is it, California? Yeah, well, it's over the body of Christ. It's over our thinking. It's over our mentality right here in the Bay Area. It's this dividing wall, this us versus them. But when we pray and and tear it down, the Lord's going to um, honor that. Something's going to happen. We're going to see people saved. We're going to see more miracles happen. And I'm asking you if, you if you agree with that and if I can lead in the prayer along those lines. What's the us and them? Maybe we see the us and them in so many uh, uh, areas. Us Republicans versus them Democrats. Us conservatives versus them liberals. Us believers versus them uh, people who don't share our values. Us pro-lifers versus them uh, pro-choice. And one of the deepest roots of them is terribly, uh, is even worse because it's not seen. I mean, it's us Christians versus them Muslims. It's us Americans versus them immigrants. Um, you see it manifest in so many areas, and 
the roots of it is totally unseen because we don't even understand it because we're ignorant and we've forgotten the history, but it's us who are us. And them is the indigenous First Nations people who we don't even consider them a them because we don't even know about them. But not only are they a them, uh, they are, they're, they're the original, I mean, they're the ones God gave this whole place to that we stole it from. So I, that's, that's the us versus them. Does that articulate it? I knew that was a rhetorical question. Yeah. Well, I, I thank you that you begin to touch some of the the breach, the things that are broken. And the reason for bringing it up is because sometimes there is a protocol in the process, first things first, you know. Yeah. And, and if we don't get that right, you know, we just continue to, repeat these things. Mm -hmm. So we have those scriptural references for us to help us. That's why I'm asking the Holy Spirit to help us. Now, He can speak better for himself than I can speak for him. But he's so intimate that the Holy Spirit is the intercession was coming earlier. Uh, It was so eloquent and intimate yeah. mm. that I know that the presence of the Holy Spirit was helping us. So, you know, we're first of all, let me just say thank you, Ted, for it. Uh, but it's really serious with me, you know, and I'm learning these elders before me had carried the weight of this us and them, you know, people that came from all over the world were displacing us from the place God predetermined and preappointed our boundaries in our times. And the sense of humanity of nations coming here to displace our people because they wanted the land. And they still want the land. And America is claiming that. And just Justice Ginsburg's writing from the papal bull from the Pope back in the 14th century that it's the right thing to do to take what God had given us. That's the Pope. And most people don't aren't even aware of this. Those are us and them things. But it's concerning the land, and as Mary Rose was quoting Second Chronicles earlier, there's instructions in it, and the blessing that we would receive is that God said, I will heal the land. Yeah. In healing the land again, he sent his son, which was why I was praying this way, that Jesus mm-hmm. is coming to repair the breach, yeah. and there's a protocol to it. And if we're mm-hmm. quoting Second Chronicles, there's instructions in that for us. Mm-hmm. That that's all I want to say for right now. But I am in agreement to 
repairing the breach and healing the land because it's well the earth is yours Lord everything in the earth belongs to you yeah hallelujah and thank you that's his his protocol to it well folks um Thank you so much, Ben. This is powerful, really powerful. Um, Amen. Wow. So I want to lead us in a prayer, okay? And I want you all to just, uh, I'm going to, in a prayer, reiterate what I said and and just tell Ben, uh, I'm going to make a covenant with you in prayer right now. Reiterate my covenant. Redo our marriage vows. (laughs) Uh, And I want to invite you all to really, in your heart, agree with me. And, um, uh, yeah, what Ben is saying is, yes, Ted, but listen and uh, listen to the protocol, to the area of jurisdiction that the Holy Spirit's given you. So just I am inviting all of you on this call, just enter in with this heart. And, Ben, we just say you that to tell you that um, for my part and for the part of this network, um, uh, I'm going to owe you the outstanding debt to always love you, be your friend, and listen to you. I commit to that, and Jesus is going to empower me to do that. And I just make that covenant with you, Ben. Yes, Father, we fall in line with that repairing that breach to love each other. And we thank you, Jesus, that you are the repairer of that breach for us. You enable us with this covenant of yours to love you and to love each other. Now, Holy Spirit, anoint us to go beyond just loving each other with words. That covenant takes us by your anointing and your personage and enables us, equips us to go beyond words. And so with that said, I think about your words. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. Thank you that we acknowledge you are the Word in us. And that word is a reading, Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any double-edged sword, piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow. And nothing in all of creation is hidden from you to whom we must give an account. So we are mindful of the severity and the seriousness of who you are as the Word and as the Word penetrating those places within our spirit and our soul and our joints and our moral, the very essence and the beginning of life and the eternity of that life of your spirit in us. I'm mindful even now to consider that when we read Genesis, it says 
that the earth was without form and darkness. And said the Holy Spirit was hoovering. And then you spoke. And you said, let there be light. And there was light. The same Holy Spirit that was positioning in a response position that when you spoke, Creator, Ancient of Days, Abba, Father, you simply say to me, Ben, this is the same Holy Spirit that came and your spirit was made alive, born again. Of. This is the same Holy Spirit. And I'm in a position that whatever I speak, whatever you speak shall come into reality. It shall come into existence. Yeah. And so, Father, this kind of covenant and this kind of position of your spirit enables and empowers us to go beyond where we have been. So we thank you, Father, now. Mm-hmm. And this new covenant that Jesus has given us. Mm-hmm. And I say thank you, Father. Thank you. Mm. Mm. Anyone else want to respond to this? Really quick. We're already 28 minutes into overtime. Yes. Um, uh, but this is beautiful. Oh, amen. <laughs> yeah. Father, I just thank you so much for Brother Ben's heart, Lord. He is just speaking for your heart. We come into agreement. We are one voice and one accord. And you said where we do when we do that, there is so much power released from your throne room. We thank you, Father, for the grace and the revelation. We just come into agreement, Lord, and, and we repent. As my sister Mary Rose spoke, I too repent. Lord, you are a repairer of the breach. You strengthen us. You give us revelation to be more Christ-like in all of our dealings, our mm-hmm. thoughts, and our words. Help us, Father, to be more um, just mindful of our words and who we are, that when we speak, we either invoke life or death, that we cannot be careless or callous with our words. We take back every foul word we've spoken, every curse, mm. everything that has come out of our hearts, out of our mouths, Lord, that was not in alignment with your will for this world, this earth. We take it back, Father, and we send it We send it to dry lands, the demons fueling it. We, we cancel those assignments against the quote-unquote them, as Pastor Ted spoke. Mm-hmm. We cancel mm-hmm. all evil assignment against them, and we, we revoke even the consequences of those words against us because you told us in First Peter to bless and curse not so that we may receive a blessing. We want your blessings, Lord. We are not praying amiss. We are not praying as those who don't have faith. We are not praying because we have nothing else to do. We want results, Abba. We are declaring and decreeing your will in our hearts first, in our mouths second, and in our land third. Change us, Abba. Change us first. Make us the change we want to see, Lord Father. We know that it is your will that none perish, but all to come to know the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Lord, let that change begin in us. Mm 
Teach us Mm -hmm. to love. Teach us to pray. Teach us to be who we want to see in the Bay Area, in our families, in this world. We thank you, Lord, because without you, we can do nothing. You are our strength. You are our Mm -hmm. wisdom. You are our righteousness. You are our sanctification. And with that, we give you all praise, glory, and honor because you are so good. Your mercies endure forever. And, Lord, we would not be where we are today without you. So we thank you. Mm -hmm. We worship you. We pray. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Thank Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are our paraclete. Thank you. You are our advocate with the Father, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 Wow. Wow. All right. So I'm going to wrap this up. Folks, man, (laughs) the mystery of this all is understanding intercession and understanding what Jesus did on the cross. Jesus, (laughs) Jesus became the servant of all. And the higher he got, you know the way the way up is down, and he broke. He went outside the camp. He was with them, not with us. And uh, you know he takes us to go with them. That's how he breaks it. Oh, Lord Jesus! Wow, Lord, are we willing to? Uh, we don't have to die. Jesus already died. Um, we may. We need to despise our lives even unto death. Lord, um, the word of our testimony. Uh, They overcame him by the word of the testimony, the blood of the lamb, because they despised Mm -hmm. their lives even unto death. We don't have to die. Jesus already died. We just need to despise our lives. But the mystery is is that when we lose Mm -hmm. it, we find it. Wow, Lord. And we need to take up our cross, die to ourselves, and follow you each day. Wow, Lord. You're so good. Lord, we follow you. Lord, and we just prophesy. Father, we just declare the seal in the blood of Jesus, Lord God. And now we just prophesy the day coming, Lord. I agree with Ben, and I believe now is the time, Lord. Now is the time, Lord. Lord, we can look back at the incredible miracle you did to rebirth uh, uh, the Grattan, uh, uh, Miwok, Pomo people. Lord, and they're prosperous and blessed now, Lord, still have a long ways to go, but what an incredible miracle. You've restored their sovereign land to them, a portion of it, Lord God. Father God, Lord, Lord, and you're restoring their portions. Lord, Ben has prophesied that when the the Yosemite Miwok rebuild their roundhouse, uh, Israel will rebuild its temple. Lord, and I just see, Lord, upon California, Lord, the, the spirit of the Lord falling, Lord, upon this area, Lord, uh, the way you fell on the temple courts at Pentecost. Father, we believe it. 
Lord, and we pray, we agree with you that your desire is that none should perish, Lord. And I just see that, Lord, as Eliana prayed that. What I saw, Ben, is that your people, your tribe, not a single one of them perishing, and not just not perishing in the sense of getting saved and, you know, uh, but every single one of them entering into the destiny, the knowledge of Jesus Christ and into their mm-hmm. destiny, each of them understanding every single mandatory recruiting, uh, every single one of them called into the service of the Lord, every single one of them in this mighty, mighty army. Oh, Father, uh, and missionaries going out knowing who they are. Oh, oh hallelujah. Glory to God, Lord. Lord, we just see it, Lord, that none should perish, Lord. And even if we can only hold on to it for a little bit, Lord, you're going to strengthen us, Lord God. Lord, you're going to strengthen our faith because the reality is is you own that. You own that so much that that was what Jesus endured the cross for, that none should perish, that he could prophesy over Ben, every single one of your tribal members, every single one of your family members, all of them aligned, restored. Oh, Father, God, Lord, the entire tribe from the tribal council, from the haves to those who are part of the tribe, known to be part of the tribe but aren't even officially recognized, to those that are just lost, Lord, because they're neither here nor there, part part of the blood from the First Nations people, part of it from Europeans, from others, Lord, and their lives are caught in the gap, not knowing if they're here or if they're there. Lord, God, over all of them, Lord, that none should perish. You're going to sort it all out, Lord. Lord God. Oh, Father, we just look forward to that day and say that day is today, Lord God. Lord, we agree with your eternity, with your eternal promises, Lord. Oh, Father, Lord, because everything that was created, Lord, Lord, came out of what was invisible. Oh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, come. Hallelujah. Praise you, Father. Amen, amen, amen. All right, folks. God bless you all. Um, unless someone has an urgent prophetic word, we're going to um, uh, keep praying tomorrow at uh, 1245. Michelle LaFleur will be leading the prayer call uh, Saturday. Uh, ben and Mary Rose, will you be on the call Saturday at noon? Uh, Mary Rose is committed to, to be there, to lead it. So hopefully, Ben, you can make it. We haven't confirmed that. Um, hey, hey, Pastor. Uh, Yes. Pastor, uh, I have something yes. that's quick. I, I have something that's quick. I don't know if it's prophetic or not, um, but I think it would minister to everyone. Yes, share it. Oh, okay, that Jesus was accused of being a friend of sinners, publicans, and tax collectors. So he became the them for us. Hmm. That's what the Lord gave mm. when you mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Thank Amen. You. Hallelujah. Thank you. That's Lord. it. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. Praise God. But we just hate to leave the presence. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you for this today. Be blessed. Amen. Amen. Thank you. All right. Well, folks, um, I challenge you Ted? to keep pressing in in this prayer. Yes, Mary Rose. Ted, can you, you want to share um, something? Yeah. Can you? For, I'm just really agreeing that the presence is really strong here. So, 
maybe we can turn, those of us who'd like to spend some more time here together, maybe you could just turn off the recording and end the formal call, but let us continue uh, to see what God is doing. Is that possible? Absolutely. Of course I can do that. Yep. Um, well, let me wrap this up for the recording. Um, folks, uh, I'm going to send this out. Stay in the spirit of prayer. I was about to say that, Mary Rose, and you interrupted me from saying that to say, hey, can I stay in the spirit of prayer? So, yes, absolutely. Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Uh, Mary, uh, say one quick prayer to wrap it up. I mean, wrap up the recording. I just want you to Yeah, Father, we just are amazed at you. You are awesome. You are incredible. We thank you. We ask, God, that you uh, continue to speak to us in this way that our hearts would be turned more towards you. And we bless Ben. God, we together on this call. We bless Ben. We bless his bloodline going all the way down, Lord. We just bless him right now. We bless Ted and his family too, God. His parents all the way down to the unborn, God, that have yet to even been created here on earth. But we just bless these men of God, and we we thank you for their uh, leadership today. We just bless you, Jesus. Stay with us, God. Stay with you. Send your spirit to stay with us, God. We pray in Jesus' name. Lord, we bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, to wrap this up, then I'm going to turn off the recording, and you guys are welcome uh, uh, to stay on. Um, uh, yes, and pray it through. God bless you, Mary. Um, uh, when I send, I encourage you all uh, to forward this to your friends, and uh, yeah, I'm going to send the recording out to you all, and also the video of Ed about restoring the breach. And let's keep praying in in the spirit. And uh, I was given a, a uh, you know, this prayer call. This represents a 24/7 lifestyle of prayer. And um, we also have calls every single day other than Sunday. Uh, tomorrow will be at 12.45. Saturday will be at noon. Um, uh, Monday, it will be at noon. Greg Bennett will lead it. Uh, Tuesday, it's at 7.30. Eliana's leading it. And uh, Wednesday, it happens at 12.45. Mary Rose leads. And uh, also, if you're touched by this, uh, we encourage you to become a regular um, join us. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, reach out to me. Um, uh, probably uh, on Facebook, you can find Ted Haas. Send me an instant message. Uh, feel free to send us a miracle request. And also join the call live. We'd love to have you participate in it. And we want to challenge you to embrace the lifestyle of intercession because you are God's agent for miracles and transformation. God bless you all. Hallelujah. Uh, yes, there's also an important event that's happening um, about healing of uh, PTSD. It's very, very powerful. Susan, can you please, uh, please give the details of that? Yes, so this is going to be next Saturday the 16th, and it's uh, Dr. Mike Hutchings, Healing Trauma and PTSD. It's an all-day free uh, training and conference, and then at night bring anybody, everybody, especially veterans with PTSD for healing. He's prayed for... I think 10,000 uh, veterans and others who have been traumatized and have PTSD, and they have a significant healing, and they have testimonies on YouTube. Where, where is it at, and where it's can gonna they get more It's going to be in San Jose on Pedro Street, which is the Agape Chinese Church, and that used to be um, Gateway used to be there, and Cathedral of Faith way back. Yeah, is, it on a, uh, is there a website where they can find more about it, or uh, is it on Eventbrite? It's on Eventbrite. 
So I'll just tell you, if you have a paper and pencil, it starts at 9.30 in the morning and goes till 4.30 training, and it's free again. It's 1255 Pedro Street near 280 and Meridian. All right, there you go. You've got it. I highly... South Bay Agape Church is the venue, but the Healing Rooms is hosting it, Uh, the Aroma uh, University Project in Revival Valley with Greg Holzclaw are yeah. hosting that. No, I, I, I strongly recommend this. Um, it's very, very powerful. I also recommend it. Um, uh, not, not only this guy um, ran, is very close with Randy Clark. He's like his uh, uh, right-hand man. Um, and so he's on the cutting edge spiritually, but also this is on the cutting edge scientifically. There's more and more research to show that child, that trauma, childhood trauma, other sorts of trauma are at the root of of, of a large, vast majority of mental illness, um, depression, suicide. Um, and so, yeah, I strongly encourage you to come. And, and the evening, I, I don't know if I can make it, but evening um, meeting is six p.m. So. And then Marty Souza is having him Sunday morning at the um, Voice of Triumph in Fremont. Marty Souza, Voice of Triumph in Fremont. Yeah, but this is so, a free, and then all right, the meters, Anybody can go Sunday night if you go on the website of um, Revival Valley. But this guy, um, Doctor Mike. Hutchins is a PhD in mental health, and um, but then also this is his model. It says he's trained seminars throughout the country, training ministers, clergy, chaplains, and counselors to utilize a healing prayer model to bring restoration. Yeah. So go go and get the breach in, in your own heart, in your own mind, or in a loved one. You know, I mean, it's, 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 it's pretty much the theme. All right, thank you. Thank